0: question is the second last question is I lost my friend he got hijacked and shot dead I think about it a lot and cry about it am I depressed Ooh. I think you're not depressed I think you're grieving Um. I think you're not depressed I think you're grieving Grieving is. Eh.
1: Then I would argue that depression is part of, of grieving. grieving. Yes. It's that stage just before acceptance.
0: Yeah, because you there's gonna be denial, so that 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 part is type of a touch of depression when you're in denial, um, because then you are you're stuck in that box I was talking about earlier. Okay, so um, but it's different because you know and something happened, an action happened, a uh, trauma happened. Mm. So um, so it's not really depression. It's a trauma. And I think the best thing to do is separate it. You know, there's, there's one thing that I'm grateful for, for Ustaelu, when Mr. be here, when after the following day, after after Musa, after Musa drowned, Cause I, I was, I was knocking on the door of blaming myself, right? Of, yeah, of blame. And I started saying things like, um, no, I should have, I should have been there. Like I should have done this. I should have, I should, I should have, I should have There's certain things that I should have done for me, for him not to die. Right. And he released me by saying, nope. I refuse that was this was just a normal day this boy has been free in this house this whole time Um, he wanted to go sleep and usually when he says he wants to go sleep he goes to his bedroom and sleeps you know like um, you 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 breaking down exactly what happened now this is out of your control when trauma happens it's out of your hands like it's really out of your hands. You must just allow yourself to feel the grief, to miss that person, to um, not add on other emotions into what you're going through. Not add other emotions like blame, like guilt, um, because now they they turn the situation into something else. Then you're going to start literally use losing your mind because now you're entertaining other emotions that have nothing to do with that traumatic experience right so i say that you are grieving and be kind to yourself be nice to yourself grieve feel it feel it allow it i I, allow it to miss that person like look at their pictures read the words that recall the conversations you were having with that person the fun things um do just uh, be allow yourself to actually miss this person because you have to go through this um you have to go through this so it it can you can move on from it um and you must be careful not to stay in that ball for 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 too long because then then it will turn into depression because now that's a prolonged um, emotion, and and I know, I'm speaking from experience. I know that um, there is no time regarding grief, mm. um, because it, something will always trigger a memory about that loved one or of, of, of that. So be gentle with yourself and just allow yourself to feel it. Cry. Um, Cover yourself in their favorite blanket, Um, have those conversations, allow yourself to feel that. Mr. B, what do you think
1: of it? I like the thing about conversations. Um, So try this exercise. And again, this is something that I did a lot of when our son passed away. Um, Have conversations with different people that also, so I had conversations with different people that also knew Umosa, but I would force myself to see him from their perspective to see their loss so try to also see the loss of other people who also lost this friend of yours from ama parents because they'll feel a different loss to close nai who are not you they feel that loss but they feel it different so to draw caution to what ulisoko is saying because it is true you do have to still go through that and not suppress it because if you suppress it then you really become depressed but while you are going through it i just throw caution by saying Please don't try to reinvigorate the spirit, to repress, because then you will be depressed. You know what I mean? Try to do it in such a way that the conversations are about the good that the person um, brought to your life. Try to focus a lot on on all the good that, you know, try to celebrate someone's life, you know, while you are grieving someone. It's just a a thing that we we all need to do, because we all go through those stages of going through grief. But celebrating a life, I find, is very powerful. So when I started just celebrating life, comes, I started just talking to other people that knew him in a celebrated kind of a way, the things that he did that were funny to me, the things that he did to grow me, because he taught me a lot. At four years old, I was looking at how he does the comprehension, and I learned a lot about just how children build up comprehension. And some of that trickled into my work, um, my work with entrepreneurs, my work with um, among couples. It just helps to to see the thing from a different light. When you have those conversations with different people, just see see him in a different light and see the other things that the person had brought to other people's lives. That usually just helps because you must remember, just like we said when we started, depression is having that one thought and being stuck in that one place. And I know with I I can just tell from the question, and I know with us and what we went through, there's usually in the whole action of what happened, there's that one moment that really gets stuck. Um, I remember Furule Sekhosh was saying it was when he found Umsa in the water. Then you can forget everything else that happened around and the phoning of the people and the rushing to the hospital, but you remember that one moment of trauma, that that moment stays. So the, the work that we try to do, especially if we mix it in with some NLP, try to move the mind from that state. Try to do things that move the mind and perceive other things about him and about what happened. Because the, when the thing happens, we we totally forget the whole thing. We remember that one instance that is traumatic. That's what trauma is. It's when that mind is stuck on just what that one thought. So try to move from that thought. Find ways to move from that thought. To try and see the other, see the beauty that this person brought, see the, the life that they brought around you, and, and maybe try to heal from that perspective. It's all part of forgiveness.
0: The whole, yeah, it's the whole compassion thing. Um, I think what you can do if you find yourself being stuck in a particular moment, um, ooh, it's for you to then reset that moment, right? So when you go back to that moment when it comes again that moment to try to shake you um, find yourself looking at it not going through it so because then, then that's a more empowered place to be It because um, emotions um, don't have timelines it, it doesn't know the past or the future or what's happening currently immediately when you have that emotion when you're going through that again it's happening right now, and then you're going to find yourself repeating that cycle over and over again. But if you put yourself in an observing position where that that particular moment that is very traumatizing and you come back, you look at it, then that's more empowered. Then you're able to come back, go back to that time because I need you observing and say to that person, say to yourself, because you have different versions of yourself that's... There's a lot more breaking down of who you are. So then you go back to that person, to yourself that went through that and say to yourself, "Um, you'll be okay. I am here right now to tell you that you'll be okay. So that's that's where you then get the empowerment. Um, It's very important for you to to be in that place and you don't have to rush that moment. one day immediately when you try at least now i guess it's important that now you when you hear this um it was meant for you then it's time for you to probably be in that stage Be, be in that empowerment stage where you look at it um look at that experience and just you know breathe through it and be okay with it okay all right now we're going to do the last question no, Yo, you put us in the hey. I thought we were just gonna do this. Okay, I lost my baby when he was nine months old. I'm struggling. However, I'm not sure whether this is grief or depression. How can, um, how can one dif- differentiate the two? Um, it's sort of a repetition of the same question, but.
1: Yeah. And for me, again, I do believe that grief and depression are, are the same thing. And by same thing, this is what I mean. There's, it's said that there are five stages of grieving. Um, there's denial. There's anger. What's the term? There's bargaining. There's bargaining. Then there's depression. And then there's acceptance. So depression comes right before you start to accept the thing for what it is. So for me, I, I, I let me take a, a different route at, at answering it because we also lost a child, like we've been saying, so we, we kind of really understand what you're going through. Sometimes in that moment, and I hope you really understand me and from where I'm coming from, sometimes in that moment, when you have to let go of the pain of missing this person so much, it feels like letting go Same. of them. And we hang on to the pain body and the pain part because we don't like to let go. That really feels like loss. In fact, the other day when we were talking about it, Nalise, who was saying um, one of the questions that should be included when a person does their shadow work and they really try to go within and really deal with the demons that we have within, the challenges, the real challenges that we have within, is who am I without this? Because the state that we sometimes find ourselves in when you are going through what you're going through is that you start feeling like, yeah, but if I am happy and my child passed it's away, paid. you know, you don't, you, I'll finish up. Mm. You feel like, but I can't let them go. So then you end up not letting go of the pain. Because you are, not, you are trying not to let go of the person that passed away. So for me, the differentiating that is important is that one more than the differentiating of grief and depression. Because those tend to be the same kind of outplay anyway. When I'm grieving, I will go through depression as one of the stages of me grieving. But that stage is just before I hit acceptance. And I suspect, this is me just suspecting, I suspect that it's because after depression, what else is there? After I've had my anger moment, after I've had denial, I can't believe this has happened to me. After I've bargained, God, if you take me out of this, I, I will now wash my hands. I don't have
0: an yeah, example. What? But
1: after depression, honestly speaking, there is nothing else to do. And that's why we, we said we will do this and we don't even mind doing it live. We don't mind when the work comes to us in this way. One of the struggles that I've had personally as as a coach is we don't want to find ourselves at a place where you are just trying to heal people, even people who didn't ask you to come and heal them. I hope you understand what that means. Where you just play Jesus. No, like I just, I feel like Mina, I know better. So that's why I'm the voice that is speaking. I am not that kind of guy. But when a person says, please help, I'm at a stage where I would like to let this go. It is painful to me. That for me, that's why Nolisoko Elia was saying she likes that part of the person who's saying, please help. Because that says you are now ready to start moving. It says you are now ready to start moving towards acceptance. Mm-hmm. That's when depression rock bottom. When you've reached your rock bottom, where you feel like I have cried all the tears that I can cry. I, I have I-, I don't know anymore what mm-hmm. to do or who or who to be. Then you are ready for acceptance. That, that, that stage, as, as daunting, as painful as it may seem, as that's why the keeps saying, feel the things that you feel you need to feel at that point in time. She's trying to say, get to the stage where you are hitting, you are hitting that rock bottom, where you're like, after this, honestly, what else can I do but to accept the things? You know that that prayer that the AA people do, um, help me to accept. The things that I cannot change, change. Mm-hmm. you know, the, there are things that we really—they are just beyond us. Uh, once this, once our child had passed away, we can't change that. I can desire to change that all I like, but I can't change it. It it is now a reality that I live with every day. This is why I was speaking about: don't allow things like blame to come into the play, because they they will only cloud the situation even more. You could easily get into, but I could have. I should have. Why didn't I? Those things don't really help in the greater scheme of things because now that it is done, it is done. You, you can't, once you've hit that pinnacle of pain and hurt, you can't help me more than me losing my son. I, I can only from this move on to acceptance. I, there's nothing more beyond this. I have buried my boy. I, I can't anymore. This is it for me. The only thing I'm really left with is I can forgive myself. That's why we keep speaking about forgiveness, because consider that the alternative is way more painful. Let's say, and I, I really don't, I don't want us to really take it there because that's, a very, that's touching the, the pain body too much. But let's say you then end up feeling like, I, I don't deserve to live. What good does it really actually do? Because now even the people that were trying to support you, now even them, they become even more lost. Once I have lost my child, me also not living doesn't really help the situation ultimately. It only hurts the other people around me even more because now they lose too. I, I know it's a very weird way of looking at it, but forgiveness then becomes the only other play that I have. Mm. I can forgive myself here. I can start to chant a way forward here, I can start to, this is how I like to to look at life and I I know it may sound simplistic because when you're going through a thing sometimes these words are also not enough, but this is how I look at it. I am the type of guy to write that book about this. I am the type of guy to do these sessions and try to help somebody else because I have gone through it, which means I have gone through it. the thing that Isoko was saying earlier is so important to understand that when we, there's no re- real time in the spirit realm and in the thought realm. When I say to you, um, and this is a popular exercise that psychologists sometimes do, when I say to you, don't think of a cat, the first thing you think of is a cat. Because to the mind, I don't. So when I say don't think of, so even when I keep thinking about the thing that is traumatic to me, it plays now and the pain is very present. So I know exactly what this person is going through. The pain happens now. There's no, yeah, but it happened last year. Yeah, but it was last week. Yeah, but it was last month. It is happening now because to the mind, there's really no no sense of that kind of timing. So because of that and understanding that, rather than take the route that says, I have gone through it. The thing has happened to me. I have buried my boy. It has happened. Now I must pick myself up. Now I must be the guy that starts a foundation um, that does awareness. Now I must be the guy that writes that book. Now I must talk to you other people who are going through this. I must find meaning. And I like that find meaning because it speaks to that renaming. We kept on mentioning renaming the situation, renaming the meaning of the situation. Cause what really keeps us in that head space is because the meaning, what it means for me to lose my nine month old baby. It's the meaning that really actually hurts. We feel that like it, it means I, I'm, I'm a loser. it means I, I, I am I'm
0: no longer a mother because I think the challenge would then be um, this question that if the, if this is true, then who am I without it? So um, the challenge was I can't I no longer have a child, so I can't identify as a mother because that was one of my challenges um, is that I can't identify as a mother. Um, I had one child, so maybe if there were three of them, um, one I lose one, then I'm I'm still a mother to the other two. But when you had when you have one child and that child um is trans that child transitions, then the definition of being a mother what what do what was the meaning of having that child in, in, in your life? Because um, especially women, we we put so much um, emphasis on being a mother. We, we say things like, I do all this for my kid, for my child. I'm, I'm doing, I'm making the money because of my children, I'm working for my children, I'm doing this for my children. And then that this child that you've been doing these things for passes away. Then now you've lost that thing that was motivating you. Um that 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 was propelling you, that definition it of a mother. Because it, it was it was my definition that makes that that defined you as a mother. So and in turn it it, it it this thing doesn't go because you're gonna you you you're a young person, you're going to be pregnant. Found that I'm pregnant right now. When I found out that I'm pregnant, it sort of came back where I had to deal with the fact that am I even capable of being a mother? You know? Mm-hmm. Um so you 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 put yourself in the you you, you sort of uh, you you re traumatize yourself and it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, for you to do that um, so be ask yourself the definition of a mother um, look it, it's we've been saying the the processes of, 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 of depression and of grieving the processes um, and if you need to be uh, I'd like for you to be in a place where you, uh, you don't and define yourself, but by by the things that you own or the things that belong to you. You need to be um, so empowered that you define yourself. You're not um, you're not defined by anything else around you, but you. Um, you you know who you are. I know that I'm a mother because um, I have a son. He has transitioned, but I am a mother. Um, I am a mother because, um, you know, so you need to redefine quite a few things, rename a few things uh, and really go to the core of what really hurts about um, the loss of your child. Because, you know, these people are here to do their thing and out and they're out. Some of them um, are here. They live longer than you and some of them, they, they live shorter than you. But human beings, we are here to do our thing. And it's not about our parents. It's not about the people that we are sharing life with. It's not about it's about you doing your mission when you care. That boy, that Musa guy, he was here to do a mission the things that he was doing he changed a few lives and then you need to you know he, the the nine month old taught you how to be a mother you know how to carry you know you know that they're, they're here to teach you certain lessons and then um when you find out when you ask your question what am i without this feeling that's when you'll find out that's when you find the meaning of why this person was even here what lessons were they taught your lessons because bona they've lived their life they, they they're not regretting to die, you know, because they it's you, you that's yeah. you can't even think for them. So it's your, the, your it's about you at the end of the day.
1: Okay. And speaking about regret, just in in addition, um, try not to regret things that hadn't happened, because we tend to do that with our mind. We tend to say, "Oh my God, I never saw him." take his first steps. I never saw him go to school. I never saw him meet a girl. I never saw him, you know, but try not to regret things that have not happened. You know, yeah. it, the mind is a very funny thing when it comes to that because it doesn't really understand the timelines. So you'll only be working to hurt yourself, I think.
0: Yes, I think um, that is it. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, the people bounce feel, bounce feel, the reality is lazy. And there were some other people. But it's Yeah. It's not boys. Oh, uh, clearly we are exposing our age here. But yeah, boys or bounce. Or... You
1: please come Thank, thank you, you so much, much for, for, us.
0: for the. Yeah. Thank you so much. It means a
1: lot for us. Um, Guys, those of you who didn't catch us earlier because we're late with our technological issues, apologies, apologies. We can only work to improve. Um, you know, uh, We test these things, but when it's time, the things have their own mind. But, you know, that's not an excuse. That's just us saying apologies. We acknowledge that we let a few people down that really wanted to join us. So we'll make sure that this recording is available on YouTube as well um, for people that didn't catch it. I think it was an important conversation. Yes, and must. some of the things, I mean, cyberbullying and absentee fathers, are kind of really felt Can't passionate about those really topics, awesome. you know. And um, so we'll put it up on YouTube for people to access it. Please keep supporting us. We're trying to grow the thing. Um, obviously we're working on better lighting, better audio, but please keep supporting. Drop a like, drop a comment, subscribe to the channel where you can. massive isn't Masi on YouTube. Um, it really helps us as well. It encourages us, um, you know, to do this kind of work. Like we said, it's a, it's a work of passion for us. It's like a calling. It's something that we've always Known, we have to do, but we've kind of run away from because when we were young, we wanted to make all the money and you know do what we gotta do. But we're about to
0: live, but
1: <laughs> you know uh, we feel like the time is right now. We 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 have that voice and we we need to start being a little bit more present to it. That's my heart, and I just wanted to thank the people that joined us here. lessons Um.
0: Yes, Malibu. Um. I always say Malibu, because kieleboha, then can Kali Rata. Um yeah, thank you so much for thank you so much for for your time. We we'll see the lights, Yay! Okay, cool. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye.